Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to uh, this episode of Your Welcome Future Self. Um, it's been a minute. Turns out that having a podcast is quite an undertaking. And when you are a new father and the other podcast host has to wake up at 5 a.m., it's pretty hard to sustain a recording schedule that mainly consists of Saturdays at midnight. So thank you for still paying attention to us in the meantime. Uh, we're going to work on staying relevant and making sure that we're pumping out this content at least a couple times a month for you here. Um, so I'm sorry for the delay, uh, but we do have a fun episode for you from Halloween night. Uh, Adam and myself were joined by Steve Gillespie after our interesting Halloween show um, where basically we got a chance to sit down, catch up, and talk about a number of topics. Uh, so again, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we'll figure out something by the new year to where we can bring you some more content and keep this thing on a more even keel with regular releases. Um, as of right now, upcoming news, uh, Shakespeare shows coming up, uh, December 5th, we have Luis J. Gomez and Kurt Metzger, uh, Shakespeare's, uh, get tickets for that now-ish, and on the 6th, we have Charlie Barron's, uh, from Wisconsin, uh, very funny. On the 12th of December, we have, um, Ryan Singer from the Me and Paranormal, Paranormal You podcast. That's really exciting. We've got uh, Brock Leshman opening up for that with a couple other local openers. It's going to be great. On the 14th, I'm going to be at Lodo in Portage with David Steves and Matt Harper. Around that same time, you'll probably be able to hear Adam and myself on Matt Harper's podcast, another episode where we are going to be talking about the movie Home Alone which I am queuing up on my projector as we speak to do my homework because I actually watch the movies. I need to uh, retake my throne as uh, the most frequent podcast guest. Um, so hopefully I will also have uh, some new beats for him or new jingles uh, for his games. I told him that I would work on that and I have been procrastinating, but I've got good reason to. Uh, but Adam and I will be on his podcast in December here, another episode with Matt and Mandy. And on the 19th at Shakespeare's, we have another open mic. So if you would like to sign up for that said open mic, shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, preferably first timers uh, would be welcome, but I'll probably have some spots for other people. And then the 21st of December... We have our show with Leland Pratt. Um, super exciting to do his Pay It Forward comedy show to support his community outreach for Leland Pratt from Uncle Lee's Barbershop. Uh, rather well-known person in Kalamazoo. Maybe I could have him on the podcast uh, to talk about more about what he does uh, nowadays. Rapper turned comedian turned barber. He's going to be headlining. That'll be fun to see. And uh, that'll be rounding off my year for comedy, pretty much. Uh, got some jokes that I'm excited to work on at different variables in there. Um, 
I don't know if I'll have time to open mic any of them though. Um, but uh, got some pretty cool cutting bits about the mail that hopefully go over well. Um, but yeah, I'm sure I'll put Adam on some of those shows as well. So we'll have uh, some YWFS shows there. And uh, I don't know, nothing else really happening. We're getting the getting the early next year. Like January is going to have a lot of cool shows that we're getting lined up here uh, with some special concepts. I think we're going to do Kara Jokey uh, with Matt Harper in there somewhere as well. And uh, February 1st, I get to do Kellogg Arena with Brandon T. Jackson. Tickets are on sale for that now. Uh, please buy tickets to come watch me perform in an, an arena. Be really embarrassing if no one shows up. So I guess we'll find that out. Um, so far, it seems like most people are into it. Uh, I think we'll at least do our part to get people out. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, there's at least one person, one boring person that wants to keep Battle Creek boring. So we'll see who wins. Uh, thank you again for listening in. Uh, and also, all the people who listen from across the United States there. I saw Tennessee coming in. Uh, I think that might have been Adam West. should check out his uh, travel blog, The West's World, on uh, YouTube, I think, is the main place to digest that, where they give their travel tips uh, a lot of it uh, centering around Disney World. And I, I just saw they released one about uh, what rides not to waste your Fast Pass on. So uh, I'm sure they've been to Disney a lot, so probably a lot of good information. So shout out to my friend Adam West and his wife uh, doing great things for the travel community. Uh, we've got a strong contingent in Virginia still. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I'm not sure who it is, so... If you could just like comment on our Facebook page and be like, "Hey, I'm listening from X state," uh, like especially if I if we don't well, I I don't know if it's Adam's people or anyone that I know. I just uh, I'm a bad friend sometimes, so uh, definitely uh, thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it. So just let us know you're listening and uh, any encouragement helps out. Uh, or else we're going to keep screaming into the void, uh, whether you like it or not. Uh, so thanks again for listening. Uh, if you're in Michigan, come check out our shows. Uh, if you're not in Michigan, hopefully I'll come do shows with you soon. And uh, we love you all. This is uh, another ep. <laughs> it's not another episode. This is our next episode on Halloween with uh, myself, Adam, and Steve Gillespie. It was a fun time. You're welcome. All right, so now we can see some motherfucking waveforms. Waveforms, oh, yeah. That's supposed where it's going to about waveforms. Oh, those are all really high. That's a lot of waveforms. That's a lot of wave. We're seeing all two. the waveforms. Yeah, everyone keep talking. Just yeah. talk uh, No, this is fine. For a second. There's, there's a dance party going on out there. I don't know if you guys heard of it yet. So, yeah, the, the fucking... Uh, Very good, yeah. The whole headphone thing is pretty redundant right now. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I don't really hear uh, This is pointless. I think I was calling them off. Well, we can just, I think it's much easier to sound Just peek these motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, we can hear each other just fine.
I like how in like a fucking quiet room like this would be more important than it is right now for us here. So, Adam, unplug. What's up? Yep. There's no point. The cancer that it is. They never existed. We'll pretend that they weren't even here in the first place. <laughs> so, we welcome starting? back. Yeah, we kind of just go real casual into it. Like, we don't yeah, really... The uh, okay. There's no <coughs> format to any of this. Who cares? I'm kind of glad that we're not doing Friday this week right now because I'm... You ever, like, lose your voice halfway through a yeah. run? Yeah, like, it sucks. Well, yeah. or you, like, you do a show and you just power through it. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. I abuse my voice a lot, I've found out. What are you out. yelling at? Children? You yell at children? I mean, I... I picture... No, I was yelling at those Minorities? fucking drunk people. At? <laughs> I was yelling <laughs> at those drunk people that you kicked out tonight. You yell that um, at outside? No, no, no. I just like because I get really animated in some of my bits, and I'm like, yeah. I'll I'll use oh because I was singing the pizza bagel song is what yeah. it was, um, <laughs> but yeah, Steve Gillespie is with us here in the Shakespeare's lower level studio What's up, on guys? Halloween night, 2019. Mm-hmm. We're doing do a show with DMNY, Adam Summerfield. We're back together again. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy. Now that we What's get up, all the uh, all three of us all back the, together. <laughs> Holy shit, the gang's <laughs> the all three here. Three horsemen. It's Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Can cracks. I w- we were never all together, but we're back together. We now. haven't been. And that's that all that matters. Once, but we well, are I mean, now. So it's who cares? only been. I think this is the closest we've ever gone between seeing each other. Like you were down here in like June or yeah. May. Yeah, something like that. That was a pretty good show. And yeah, uh, that was fun. Always good to have you down, but thank you. This is your welcome, future self. Uh, we've been on hiatus for a couple of weeks, but they don't know that. They don't know. Stop that. it! <laughs> but we're in the future. Yeah. Right. So I'm. I'm not really doing myself any favors. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About two weeks. This is an evergreen episode, Bob. It's going to be evergreen. We're going to keep this in the bank. <laughs> now I feel until judged. we need it. But uh, yeah, we had a good show to. It was only to like twelve people until twenty people showed five. up. That I, there was only five down I here. No, no. Hey man, there was more than five <laughs> when you were on. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Well, I think actually I take that back. I think it was seven when I was up there, but that doesn't matter because it was super fun and everybody yeah. that was out here was like ready to see some jokes. Well, the thing you got to know about Adam is he does his comedy <laughs> like he's done comedy <laughs> for like six years now. Uh huh. We've been friends for a long time. And every time he does his stand-up, like, he doesn't ever do terrible, but he literally does <laughs> okay. it. He does it like a script that he can't deviate from yeah. because he's so it's neurotic about the it. Worst oh, thing. you just do the same oh, exact set? It's, no, 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 no. But every time I do it, it's a set. Oh, you have to in the world. That's but, good. Uh, yeah, if I can get chuckles out of seven people, yeah. then that means that the jokes probably are yeah, okay. Yeah, I used to be like that. And then... Someone told me, well, I think it was Harlan Williams, he said, comedy what? is everything <laughs> in between. Yeah. And like it is. The, sh- the stuff that you leave room for on the stage. That's where like, the comedy is at. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to fuck with you. Cause no, like, I love Harlan Williams. Yeah, he's, he's one hilarious. of my heroes. He's one of the funniest people he's on He's one of my and I got to tour them. Heroes. I got to tour them for, I don't know, I've probably done about eight or nine weeks with him, and he's incredible. Like, that dude is incredible on stage. And uh, I think he's right. I think it is everything. Like, yeah, we, we can all, 
the thing is, is we can all write jokes. We can all yeah. do it. Yeah. We can all write jokes. Well. We can all rehearse it. And again, I'm not <laughs> fucking with you because I did the same thing. But I feel like once you start to really break out of that, that's where the art form is. Yeah. That's where it's at. You know, that's where you color it all in. You know? I think it's worth saying that when Bob says I've been doing this for six years, four of those years were me not doing any comedy at all. But you literally, he's literally been on stage I like a hundred times. Comedy. And he thinks years. about it so much, like he's not lagging behind other people who have done it just yeah, as much yeah, yeah. because he works on it. Like his open mic is in his head when he's driving to work or making yeah. food for or like weeks else. ahead like, of time. You've got a good idea of what's funny, and then you yeah. can present it. But at the same time, if you deviate, like I remember when I was like, "Oh, I figured it out." You also plan out all your choreographed moves on stage. Uh, and you're like, oh, no, I bad. don't do that. I don't that do that. That would have been like cracking the sure? code. <laughs> Tonight, I'll actually give you guys a little you insight into my brain. your left hand instead of your right hand? Um, no. When I get uncomfortable on stage, I grab the mic stand and just like use it to prop yeah. myself up. I mean, that's that's I do that too. I, that's so like, I usually touch the walls. Yeah. 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 Walls. That, that's that's my safety net is, you, is the mic stand is my friend. It's not even that. I just well, I want to I want to uh, I know this mic stand and that's all that's all I need to know. Well, I'm just going to keep rattling my script off, guys. The thing with Adam, though, too, is like he was not in a place before we started this whole project of where he's used to like coming to do my show or other shows where he can be like, hey, I don't have five. Can I do six or seven? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Usually he can get away with it. I'm a sporadic he idiot never is had what he's like trying to say. Five. He never wrote like a tight five like <laughs> yeah, that he yeah. could just bust out any time. Yeah. He'd get too nervous. Like yeah, I offered yeah. him stage time sometimes. Yeah. Like I can't do it. I didn't prepare for three weeks for this. Yeah, yeah I so get it. It's a and problem. I think that. um it's not a bad thing. I think that you're going to get bored. The more you do it, eventually your brain's going to get bored of that. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, ah, fucking. And then your brain's like starts fucking around, right? And then yeah. that's when you turn a big corner when you're like, oh, I can fuck around. Right. You can figure it out, you know? I think that's uh, that's that was yeah. That was one thing that I saw from your set tonight is like, yeah, there, there's a lot of it that was just like, let me just – some shit off the top of my head. Yeah, improv classes. I mean, yeah, we all man. shit on improv. Yeah. Me, I, I would, do a lot on this podcast. Well, I went to Second <laughs> I mean, City. I I'd drove to, to Chicago I'd, eight times on my own to yeah. go to Second City when and I could have didn't help you as a one. comic? Oh, it definitely did. I yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I could have also just taken a fucking improv class here in Michigan and sure, done the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> like, it's cool when to go there, re- Really what it, classes are, they're not really teaching you. I mean, they're giving you an idea, but... The big thing is just the you get to practice it. Yeah. And like, the more you exercise, it's like lifting weights. The more you exercise that muscle. Gets you, you out of your comfort zone. Like you're yeah. not just doing the, yeah, the regimented five-minute, ten-minute yeah. set. Yeah. My biggest jump in stand-up was when I was in an acting school. Yeah. Because that acting school, I mean, it wasn't about being funny. It was about, like, ripping your walls down and, like, crying in front of like, 40 <laughs> yeah. people and, like, doing it and then being – like you'd have to cry one minute and then be ecstatically happy <laughs> the next minute. Like we did, it was Meisner school. So they do this thing where it's repetition where that's what it is. It's like you yeah. go through, you basically go through all the different emotions. And th- I mean, there was real actors in that school. Yeah. That could, like one minute they were like, their mother just got hit by a car. Oh, no. And the next minute, you know, they're like, Firstborn baby was just born. Like that's how good they were. And at, like ten like, percent of them it. end up as like a CIA agent because they're yeah. acting <laughs> skills. They're out of their fucking. I can pass basically. a polygraph test tomorrow, yeah. dog. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's, it's cool. That it really broke down, like performing for me. Yeah. You know. And it's yeah. also just becoming like a mi- more diverse human being to bring more to so, the yeah. stage. And yeah, I yeah. do. I do feel like I. 
like I I don't have as much of it right now because I literally have to pick and choose like we talked about earlier about what I can do with comedy right now so mm-hmm. I don't feel like that muscle is as well worked out right now but it's like I still have high quality stage time to work on what I need to work on but yeah. like that one joke I did today like I completely forgot like one line of tags from it but like I still at least you just move on from it at least like it doesn't it didn't make or break the set like yeah, I yeah. still got my solid laughs on like the funniest parts but um, I think I'm too selfish with my jokes like you selfish want, huh yeah too I self- just <clears throat> I write jokes that are funny <laughs> to me and like I assume they will be funny to everybody else ah, that's but I'm gonna force them down your throat either way so it doesn't yeah. matter yeah, yeah. so and knowing when to switch gears great. like yeah. definitely important um I don't have a good switch gears joke yet. <laughs> well, and it can't, it doesn't necessarily always have to be just a joke for that. It could just be yeah. riffing with the crowd. Like when you kicked Holy out the drunk shit. people, like that was a perfect, that <laughs> was like a karmic change. Like there was, a, you're like, get the fuck out. And like, and I was the people like, came I feel in bad. And you're like, a wave of the people oh I was hollering God. at upstairs. I was like, costume contest, come downstairs. Yeah. And they brought 20 friends downstairs. Like, that's a good 20 minute set for the rest of your act. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, this it doesn't suck so much. <laughs> yeah, but it was the perfect timing when you kick, when that lady finally got bounced, the drunk idiot. I know. I just don't ever know. The, I, never, I felt so bad. The, like, well, but, but no, the yeah, whole wave of. You were perfectly justified. I should have. We need to get better here with kicking out those people because yeah. usually we kind of shush them and whatever. Tonight, I wasn't as in control because I was self conscious about just the sheer number of people here. Yeah. And some of those people were here for the whole night as the packaged yeah. experience that I wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, the weather and just it's a Thursday, Halloween. Like, if it was a Saturday, things might have been different. But we're just yeah. throwing things at the wall right now yeah, to see yeah. what sticks. It's all good. But I didn't even just mean that that drunk lady was a problem. I meant the, the timing was so perfect that when she yeah. finally yeah. got kicked out, the 20-plus people came down, and you actually <laughs> you wrote a joke off the top of your head. Oh, by the way, uh, Jesus, I hope nobody yeah. fucking talks <laughs> out of these 20 now. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> it's going to suck if I have to kick you guys all out. <laughs> no, but, you no, gotta, but that's only just letting yourself have space yeah. to be like... I do jokes, and I'm like, while I'm doing the jokes, I'm thinking, what can I add or what can I bring into what's happening in the moment? Like, I'm always trying to think of that instead of like, oh, no. It's more about being in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the big thing. Meisner School is that acting school I was talking about. That's the whole deal. That's everything. That's the baseline is like you're you need to be in this moment right now like you're always i feel you like can't I, be re- you can't be rehearsing what yeah. you practice you need to be in this Uh-oh. moment. you've already you've already rehearsed it's it already so there that's it's your default there. setting you're going through it's already there and then you're in writing that mode run throughout. and then you yeah. need to be in the and i'm i'm not no expert like i even tonight i didn't feel that good about that show because Jesus. i was i was in my head i wasn't in the moment about a lot of things you know right. my lady was talking and then like there wasn't that many people there and like whatever and um but when i'm really good i think when we're all really good is when you're not when you're so in the moment and like you're five steps ahead right of your act that's uh that's the special times right there like yeah yeah, and you got the crowd locked in and like they're laughing when you expect them to laugh or even at things you don't expect but you're Mm -hmm. yeah like I've never that, that's a pretty good way to thing to bring up like thinking about how like we rehearse this and we do open mics or we go there. on the road because you can 
present that but then you also have another track in your mind where you're like all right we've got yeah, this yeah. on play and then we're doing the remix throughout like we're always yeah. in writing yeah. mode like that's that's really yeah. interesting that's, to think about for sure i don't sit and write jokes in my right. notebook you know i like i write Ooh. on stage that's right right and I, I know there are people and i'm assuming that's how you are you write jokes on the not I've never even touched a notebook. I have a <laughs> notebook. I've never even unwrapped it. He's like, it's on the floor of my house. I used to get mad at myself, like, oh, you don't sit down and write. You're not disciplined and you're working hard. But then I realized, like, that's not what. That's not how I work. It's just not right. how I do yeah. it. So I, d- I don't do it that much. Like, I. I have certain things that I do if I want to try and improve a joke, but at the same time, like I said, my time is very capitalized to a fault at this point. Did they put real spider webs in them? <laughs> no, God, no, it's all just it's oh, all. Yeah, no, there's lots of spider webs in this building. <laughs> right no, you're now. fine. <laughs> it's all right, bro. Uh, but yeah, just I have uh, to piss so bad, dude. You can go take a leak if yeah. you want. We can keep it we going. You. you guys keep it going. We're, we yeah. do like a weigh we in where we'll I, I update on where we're at with everything else, so we can do that right Don't now. Don't even worry then. about what that is. I used to weigh three hundred pounds. Just go take your piss. Um, I the lowest I got, I was at three eleven earlier this week. But also, my birthday was two weeks ago, so I had a bunch of cake. Yeah, so I'm at I'm around 316 right now, so still progress. So we're doing pretty good. All right. Yeah, kitchen's yeah, still open. Uh, if you see Chuck, you can just tell him what you want. He, he said up, he's guys? got you on food. Hey, this is still a podcast. We're talking about what <laughs> Steve Gillespie is going to buy at the bar. Probably that's fine. chicken tendies. This is all, yeah. I hope so. Tender my beverage. God, I hope so. That's the best thing that exists here. But... Uh, no, that's. I'm gonna the door. No, I'm not gonna talk by myself. You gotta talk by yourself. I'm gonna talk by myself, you guys. What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening right now? You don't want to hear what I think for thirty seconds. Come on. But anyways, no. <clears throat> what I was saying. Yeah. Is that's that's really cool, um, to hear that I'm not the only insane person that thinks about this before they do it, but also. I need to break myself from that habit. Should I take an acting class? I mean, like, if you've got time for it, like, I, whatever I you want to do. time in the world, dog. You're the one that wants I don't to have be a famous comedian. I don't want that. See, <laughs> well, that's I mean, the you thing. Want... See, that's so far away from what I want to be. Okay, I don't that, care that's about unfair. that at all. But you would like to reach a certain, attain a certain level of success. I want my friends to think I'm funny. Yeah. I mean, like, you already got I'm that. I'm very vain. And I have a very shadowed, introverted life, you guys. <laughs> I mean... But no, I'm like... But, but seriously... People at work probably think you're the funniest fucking person I am work, absolutely the like funniest person that works at... A place. <laughs> a place that I work at. I'm the funniest person there, for I, sure. I think, absolutely. I think for me, like, the most... And it's... Uh, I feel like I always, like, lose the humble is, like, when I meet new people or if I'm yeah. at work and it's, like, oh, you're funny. Like, <laughs> like to where if they're, like, laughing at everything I, I'm saying at a certain point, it's, like, yeah, I, I, I do comedy. But I hate yeah. I Well, there was a while that when I first started doing comedy before I was actually good enough, like, doing things that people would recognize. Like, all my friends, when I'd meet people, they would just be, like, this is Bob. He's a comedian. Slapping his microphone on his face like a penis. <laughs> There's no mic stand that I can hold awkwardly right now, so I have to. <laughs> so instead, you dangle it like <laughs> fucking berries in your face. Exactly. So yeah, man. Like, uh, sorry for if or there hasn't been any hiatuses. 
So we're doing good on the release schedule so far. Nobody knows about that. So if we, you're, you're telling the audience things that they don't need to know. I What's up, guys? I Singapore, honest. how you doing? Yeah, what up, Singapore? What's up, Singapore? Dude, do you have family? Australia. Australia dropped off, but like Germany Boo. and Great Britain, well, Italy and Portugal. Those are all jokes. I'm kidding. None <laughs> of those things are no, real. We appreciate everyone okay. everywhere. We but had somewhere in the, we had Turkey. Someone in Turkey listened. Was it Erdogan? I hope it was Erdogan. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. That Scouts guy rules. No. <laughs> no. Not, not, not because he's a good person, but just because. Uh, anyways. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Jesus is from. Do you have family in Virginia? Because we have like 40 listens in Virginia, dude. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm trying I to like. I trust that we accidentally slipped through a crack somewhere. And We're just bouncing off a satellite dish sure. there. hundred <laughs> percent. That's probably exactly what happened. No, I'm I'm glad that you uh, got out of your comfort zone. I'm sorry I didn't watch I your set. I have never gotten out of that ever. I mean, I'm glad that this is improving. Yeah, no, it's, it's doing 100%. what I told you it would, Dude, isn't it? I, I I told jokes on stage tonight that I have never told before. Do you think one hundred percent of my set tonight was? Do you think it's was, because we've been podcasting? Um, or just maybe not a hundred percent, but cer- certainly it's a factor. Be, be because I I don't know. I just. Because at this point in time, you're at least doing as much comedy as I am. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I I don't know the way I the way I view going into a comedy set is still broken, and I need to work on it. I don't think it's necessarily broken though, like what Steve was saying. Like you, everyone does it their own way, but definitely you need to. Yeah, find but my way is is too in my own lane. It's a little bit too in okay, my own lane. Let me break it down. That's what it just is. The way I think about it right now, which I mean, I don't have any expert insight i don't do this for a living steve does but i mean the thing is if you think about it is we don't well we also don't have the luxury of being headliner or feature comedians or any of that stuff i mean even without that he's coming back right probably (laughs) i hope i don't know he might get lost out there that's (laughs) that's fine like steve's doing steve we're in he was on our podcast for a second you guys (laughs) don't worry about it he's still here in spirit He'll, He'll do be it. back. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's not focus on that. <laughs> but the thing is, I, this is something I've realized for a long time, though, is getting on stage as much as possible is a big part of this because it's tough for me. I do well. You do you? You don't do any writing from stage, right? No, never. Because some of my best tags, yeah, happen on stage. I'm sure okay. you witnessed a lot of those moments. Yep. Because. How much of my sets that you watch, like, would you say are exactly the same? Or, like, how much of the set, like, percentage-wise is the same each time? Do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. I'd give you 65%. 65%? I'd give you 65 to 70. 65 to 70. I think that's a good thing, though, because I'm trying. I'm con- that yeah, just shows there's, how. There's, I, dude, because. It's slightly. I, it all, should ideally probably be around 75%. But first of all. I watch a lot more of your sets than you watch my sets, and that's that's fine. But I would li- <laughs> let me give you <laughs> let me give you a short term goal of e- I would like you to watch one of my sets at some point, just to, just to like as, as the entirety yeah. of it, and just to take it in and give me criticism because I'm I'm set in my own ways so much that if somebody doesn't come from the outside and give me some pointers, I'm never gonna really. 
evolve. You know and what you, I'm saying? You want to know, I, you wanna know one surefire way I could watch 100% of your sets? Is if I recorded it yes. and, and showed it to you. But, but that doesn't matter because we're in a lot of the same places at a lot of the same but times. But I'm usually hosting the show. I understand that, but you weren't <laughs> tonight, dog. So I you was, have no excuse I tonight. Up, I was drumming up business. I get it. But <laughs> still, you have no excuse tonight. <laughs> but yeah, no... I, and I don't mean to say that I want you to watch my set and criticize it. I don't. I don't care about criticism. I would. I would welcome that. I. I'd no. I'm in, a I weir- I'm in a really, really weird place with comedy right now. I. I don't know. I. I feel like I'm okay at it, um, but at the same time, a lot of the best shows that I've ever had were home crowd. I've packed the fucking. Yeah. I've stacked the deck. I pack the audience with people that want to pretend to care about what I say, and that's not fair. That's not an well, accurate. That's so that's why, actually, why I loved doing tonight so much. There was literally seven was, people yeah. in the audience, <laughs> yeah. and I got chuckles for fucking eight minutes. Right, like that's amazing to me. Well, and that's a big thing to get over, though, too, because I mean, it's like you, like just the fact that it's not like the all-out laughter of like yeah. the Bobby Kelly show. Where, no, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, like you. But like getting between those moments of silence, because people are listening. Well, patiently. there was there was a couple of weird moments of silence tonight, which I'm I'm sure you could probably. Which I mean, I had to. like fucking eighteen yeah. of them over the fifteen minutes set yeah. that I did. some so some like, shit that I've seen you do before that is supposed to get a laugh didn't tonight. Well, but just that's doesn't okay. have the tempo. But you that's stand okay. you stand yeah. tall. You take your pauses. Absolutely. You get what you get with it, and then you go to the next for thing. sure. And then you also fuck up a joke that used to be a linchpin. Well, <laughs> you still did okay. That joke, that joke hit about forty percent. But of the what last it was time to you hit. told that was probably a year ago. So yeah, you gotta shake some dust well, off. Well, and that, of was, the no was, gonna, that was the that thing was, I was going to. That was the thing I was going to mention. Though, also about as far as uh, like getting to the point, like Steve was talking about, where you move on and like get bored of something, is like with the expectation of like the current format of comedy. Like right now, like we're. Or at least with that coupled with if we were actually able to do this as like a daily thing. Right. Like someone like Steve is out there every single day. He's doing his bits. Sure. He's doing his material. Yep. He can run through his new stuff, his old stuff. He's got it down because he that's his job. He's spending eight hours a day. If that maybe not quite that, but at least he puts in at least one shift a day. You know what I mean? Working Yikes. on that shit. So it's like if we, if we, because when I was doing open mics five nights a week, like I was a lot sharper than I am now. Yeah. So it's like, that's part of it for you is like, the more you get on stage, like that, I feel like that's what Steve was trying to say is like you'll start to kind of see the edges of your jokes and you'll have it down yeah, so much definitely. that you get bored of it and Wrong. then you just start trying new stuff. Like I saw the edges of the jokes that I've never told before tonight in this room. Because, right. like I said, if I can get chuckles out of what's seven your, people, what's your favorite premise that I totally miss? Because I'm a bad friend. I told the whales joke tonight. Oh, whales eating plastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. That one wasn't enough. even like an iffy one though. I think that one was like no, the, like the, what the if iffy what one. if eating plastic was good or what? what no, was? it's junk food to whales. <laughs> <laughs> like they thought it was tasty. Like no, no, no. They've been good this week, and they're gonna get back in the gym. So maybe <laughs> they can just eat a. You know, no, I'm that's not gonna funny. burn my own bits here, son. <laughs> I've only told it one time, but I'm gonna. That's gonna be a bit. But uh, I was just looking for the broad strokes. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's uh, it it basically gets down to humans are awful, 
and we're killing whales with plastic yeah. and it's the whole thing. But th- that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that's the first time I've ever tried to tell that and it worked in... It, if a joke gets seven people to chuckle, yeah, it probably will work okay in a room of 50. Yeah, that's very so fair. So I'm not going to throw it away. In the past, No, if it worked tonight, then it would kill in a room of 50. Right, and, and maybe I just accidentally found a couple of jokes tonight that work really good, but in the past, there's been times where I've done shows for 15 people uh, where I've told jokes that I think are really good, but they don't hit, so I just throw them away. Right. But I, I need to well, stop doing that. you can't that. do I need that, to stop doing yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, okay, there's certain times where there's some that you just have to polish really hard, and it's whether or not the effort is worth it and whether or not you think it's funny enough. Yeah, I'm going so, to set a goal for myself to tell a joke three times at open mics or whatever showcase or whatever the fuck I do. Yeah. I won't throw a joke away anymore until I tell it for th- at least three well, times. Well, and I'm because fucking... Because in the past, I've, I've, I've told a joke one time to a room of 15 yeah. people. And it didn't hit as as much as I thought it would in my head because my yeah. stupid dog laughs at me all the time. I should probably I should probably myself do something like that because there's so many premises that it's just it's just it's too much to, eff- it's it's time effort. To, it's time it's, to toss it it's out. It's hard because uh, man, that whale shit <laughs> that I told tonight it was a good joke, but it was only really good at like the last seventy five percent of it. Right, first little lead up is garbage. I'll I throw it like out and I throw it out. As it's the pointless. one thing, one thing I can tell you on some of these things from like the last couple times I have g- caught your set is like sometimes your leads are a little bit long. Yes, absolutely. Like hundred like percent. Like when you were bailing, I'm so fucking wordy with everything I ever do. Yeah, 100%. so it's like don't. You sh- instead of like easing yourself into the hot tub, you should just rip the bandaid off and do the joke. You know what I mean? Because like the fucking uh, my go-to in between the my liver can turn wine to water. I am yep. the Antichrist. That's not that's connected to anything. That's that quick used to and be punchy. that used to be like a minute and thirty seconds yeah, long. That's now it's just yeah, and it's 10 like seconds. and it doesn't necessarily fit cross, anywhere. And maybe one day, matter. maybe one day it'll be a great punchline for like a bigger bit, like. I don't think Steve's coming back. By the way, that's fine. He's probably lost. He's fine. I'm glad. I'm glad he sat in. I mean, if you come Saturday, we can fucking do it again. If we'll talk about that. Um, yeah. No, I definitely any, will. But no, I'm. I'm. I'm glad that things are progressing. I mean, this doesn't have to be a super long episode though either. Like, I mean, the listeners don't have to hear any of this. I could, huh? <laughs> The listeners don't have to hear any of this. They right don't, now. but they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, of course, because what's up, guys? What's up, Singapore? How what's you guys up? Doing? We need to. I would like to try and figure out a way though to interact with the listeners a little bit more. I want to. Singapore I've, is the only one that I I remembered. <laughs> so Singapore. Hey everybody, I'm Matt. I'm Mandy, and we want you to listen to another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. Each week, we bring in a comedian to help us talk about our awkward teen years and the movies that got us through it. We talk about movies like Stand by Me, Clueless, Little Shop of Horrors, Baseballs, and so many more. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and anywhere you find your podcasts. So we look forward to you joining us on another, another episode, episode podcast. podcast. Sing oh, by the way, we actually did a little bit of uh, <laughs> participant interaction with uh, a poll that you posted. Oh, a yeah, of I weeks forgot ago. about that. What's up with that? I mean, fight me about it, dude. He's OK. So the poll was Louis C.K. 
uh, whether or not you would book him, which I feel like we could do like a whole episode on this, honestly. Doesn't but matter. We're talking the about majority, it right now. The majority was, I would like to explore it more completely, but. Don't cheapen it. I'm not going to cheapen you, it. Tell, tell the listeners I mean, what the majority was. Me personally, like, he doesn't need me to book a show for him, but I don't not, care about that. I'm not going to do it. What was the results of the, the poll? result was most people would sell their soul to Louis C.K. to masturbate in front of him. They would give him permission, and they're perfectly okay. fine with it. I accept that. Also, in other news, he's going on like a fucking 14 city theater tour or like I don't, arena I don't tour. Don't care about that. I know. Like I don't care either, man. It's if just, he comes here, I will pay him money to see him do jokes. But I the would, whole point. I of would that watch pull. like a cell phone bootleg. <laughs> yeah, that was what got him in trouble the last time. But. I don't know how to describe. Uh, I, don't know I feel like I would be more open to it if he addressed like what he did in a way that he grew as a person and actually that. felt remorse instead of I leaning into that. it. And I don't yeah. know where he is right now with it. But when oh, it he's he's one of the worst people that's ever been alive. And I so. don't. I, but but not in a bad way. But I, like and just like an endearing way. Like I, I'm it, sorry. It's not, I'm sorry for sighing. We need that sigh button. But I don't. I don't necessarily feel like he's like the worst fucking person either. He's not Harvey Weinstein. Absolutely like he wasn't, not. He, he wasn't hasn't been murdered by the Clintons yet. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he doesn't have anything. You think the Clintons murdered Epstein? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Okay, settle down. There's so many memes now that it has to be true. <laughs> if it's a meme, then it's true. No, of course not. But the you, you royal get family you murdered Epstein. Holy Someone, shit. What Someone in power who is a pedophile murdered Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. That's a globalist. That is Joe Rogan. <laughs> black helicopters. Black helicopters. Black, but, but, black but no. pedophiles. But Joe Rogan. It, it, it's pointless to talk about that because our input doesn't matter into the globalist elite. I mean, I, oh, Jesus Christ. They're impeaching so, Trump, actually, though, officially. Pause. I, don't, I didn't mean to say globalist. I retract that phrase. That's a fucking stupid vocabulary word. That's used by shitty people. Problematic. I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 not, don't, I normally don't like problematic, problematic but, but I <laughs> slap me in the face if I ever say globalist again because okay. that's a fucking dog whistle and that is a bullshit vocabulary word. Well, I I'm mean, sorry eventually technology that. is going to bring people together and like if we become a eventually. Multi- if we don't murder each other first. Facebook, everything you've ever thought in yeah. the world is on Google ads and Facebook. That's, so that's fair. So, I mean, that's the thing is you can reach out and yeah. touch anyone who is wealthy enough to own a computer. Because, honestly, like, we are wealthy compared to many parts of the world. Weird. I feel like you're looking at me through these glasses. Let's actually talk about my awesome Halloween No, now your eyes are too close together. <laughs> okay. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But continue your point, but then also we're going to talk about But no, that's awesome the thing. Is like we are a global society. We are moving towards being a global society. And a lot of what our economy relies on is like pure capitalism is driving prices to be as low as possible. So we rely on poorer countries to do our labor now, but also we have government officials that try and sell all this old technology back to us for these industries that are dying like coal and manufacturing and all this shit when we are wealthy enough to educate ourselves and uplift Mm. ourselves not it's not perfect none of of it's perfect don't ask me to have a perfect solution that's fair that's that's the one thing i don't think that's the one thing and i don't have a solution i hope you have the final solution (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's usually what it comes down to because we're lazy (laughs) 
Right? So see, even even if socialism but progresses, it, there, well, there's, there's got to be a final solution at some point, right? Whether or not it's... <laughs> that's it's too far. But the thing is, it's like we're still holding on to what we used to be. We're not... We have a possibility to uh, automate and educate yep. and move on from things that are obviously killing our planet. And eventually, the goal, I would say, is to spread humanity past one planet, like to go to, like, go to the moon, oh, shit. go to fucking Mars. Bob in the building. But honestly, at that point, though, we're a global society. Yep. We rely a lot on so. automation. And also, you have a populace that does not have an actual job like eventually your job is going to be to live mm -hmm. on a fucking maybe you'll be a farmer on fucking Sagittarius B13 <laughs> I don't know but still like that's the thing it's like right now if we think back to where we're at right now is Alpha Centauri the that's 90s was a tech boom that's the next one I, I don't even I'm not prepared to like go all into this right now no, it's okay I but just I Especially not with this much judgment, but that—that's my main. I'm joking. <laughs> I know you're not. We'll cut this out. <laughs> we don't have to. What's what's going on? What's happening right now? I'm second guessing. But basically, you, you shouldn't second guess yourself. You should be confident with every point you make. But and I, and going, I, I've going, been listening very. Going uh, back to, the, I I got sensationalized. But going back to the globalist thing is like art. Our economy is a world economy. Everything is Jenga pieces stacked on each other. Absolutely. And we're sitting here. We're in a f the middle of a credit cycle, and we're sitting here pumping. I don't know what that means. You work at a bank. The free, like the free flow of cash. Like that's why there's that big focus on the Fed dropping interest rates. When really, if we're our economy is really doing that well, like we should at least at like if it's not. If inflation isn't happening, then we shouldn't raise rates necessarily because you don't have anything to combat there. But as far as my understanding goes is that there's not necessarily a reason to lower interest rates aside from just trying to artificially keep this, this shit floating for a while. But it's not sustainable. Oh, no. Capitalism Because the is, banks aren't lending evil. money to each other. So that's why you hear about the overnight repo market getting bigger and bigger because that's gaps in free-flowing cash between banks. So it's just like it's there's not liquidity in the market anymore. So the banks aren't lending to each other, which eventually is going to fall back on everything else. And that can go into the argument about forgiving student loan debt or mortgage debt, whatever universal income type of shit. Like there's a lot of ways to combat it. There's not a perfect answer to any of this. And that's my main. <laughs> Did I just like technical you out of a bunch of shit? Yes, Absolutely. I was going to say some really mean things about forgiving student loan debt only, only that, because everything else you're saying is 100% accurate. We are going to need to cut a little bit of this out. Cut some of it out? I mean, this is we just nonsense we're talking about. <laughs> this isn't I mean, a political I, episode. I'm, we'll I'm, do political I'm, episodes I'm, in the future, guys. We'll, we'll we save promise. it for later. We, this is a. I promise. This is me uh, seventy percent talking uh, my political views. But the, the, the weird thing is, is that me and you agree on about eighty percent. I'd say a, about eighty percent. Our solutions are just different, and well, I'm not gonna follow your. Hey! What's Dude, up? We gotta shut that What'll door. Happen? Uh, it'll be fine.
I'll get him. <laughs> I'll get him. <laughs> we were talking about uh, globalism, and <laughs> I said, I, I said global it. Colonialism. That's my favorite topic. <laughs> I said right, globalist go. on accident, and then what Bob and then ties that into like an Alex Jones type of thing, and that's you, not. I'm interested now. What, you, what kind of conspiracies <laughs> are we getting into? Lizard people, obviously. <laughs> Everyone's a lizard. None is the no, I mean, None I do like answer. to. I was. Th- we were thinking about with this podcast, like partially just. Uh, like also coming up with conspiracy theories on the spot. Um, no, conspiracy corner. No, there's no conspiracy. It's a segment. But, well, he was mentioning globalism, and I was talking I, about an accident. That was an accident. <laughs> globalism. Just the fact is, like we're at, we're at a point in a society where our economy is reliant on other economies to where technology has brought us together. And he made the point that Facebook literally. And websites like it connect everyone on the planet who is wealthy enough to have uh-huh. access to it because uh-huh. that is a form of wealth. Like we are even us like in being middle class are lower middle wealthy class. compared to a majority okay, of the we're lower middle class Americans, which means that we're like if you make, if you make less class, than if you make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, I love depending on where you live, even you yeah. are middle class or lower if you if yeah. you can't afford to save money Jesus. i'm just I'm saying that our level poverty of poverty class. is so it's sustainable mis- poverty. It's, it's, yeah it's i mean you, it's come on like compared to real poverty yeah we don't it's, have it's real bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah we don't have no. real poverty and that's, that's fair <laughs> it's it's enough to keep us happy and like it's enough to keep a roof over our heads or yeah, at it's least enough for us i to played not call of duty up and overthrow the government exactly that's what it it's enough to keep us happy Seriously, that's what like, it is like it, we get just enough to where we don't overthrow the richest. Because, I mean, money's made up. Let's all yeah. agree. We all know yeah, yeah. it's a social construct. It's not a natural thing. <laughs> we made it up. We made this shit so, up. So speaking so, about how we're going to pay you this week. <laughs> <laughs> which is, I would, if, I got, if you threw my arguments back at me, I would be like, what can I do? You know what I, I mean? Got, what I, I got a million threads made out of that sweater <laughs> that I'm not going to describe. <laughs> But we made it up so that eventually, if if you make everyone poor enough and conditions poor enough, yeah. people are going to be like, well, we don't care about your stupid right. pieces of paper anymore. We're Start just gonna, fighting we're back. Gonna, yeah. yeah, we're going to fight back. So uh, we're, we're all placated is my point. We yeah. all placated ourselves to believe in this dream that doesn't exist. Well, and it's, it's not only that, but it's allowing it to happen because we're all just only like temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Like, you know, I'm going to have a mansion. You're going to have a mansion. Exactly. Adam's going to have a or, mansion. Or the other end of true. it, somebody never, you just had a kid. So you yeah. have to play the game because yeah. you're like, I need to feed this, yeah, this I can't. person's mouth. I, I, I'm not in a point right now. Like, I mean, I'm at, I, I do feel like I'm at a level with comedy where I'm like on a borderline to where if I were willing to throw it all against the wall, like I could probably make something happen with it that would be reasonable. Yeah. But I don't have that luxury because I have to work a day job 40 hours yeah, a week to support my, you're like to provide my portion for my family and be there for them. Like, so it's like, can it's, I be honest with you about something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that even if you, let's say comedy, you realize your wildest dreams, right? Yeah. Let's say that. I think it, hindsight, when you were an older person and you've taken care of your family, yeah, that that's really what it boils down to. Being able to move that rock yeah. from one place to another, to have that responsibility to take ownership of over something that like you need to keep alive and be the right. best dad that you can be. I think that's bigger than any accomplishment that you could ever get 
in comedy. And the reason I tell you that is because I know there's probably a part of you that's like, oh, I wish I could have made these decisions or done. Right. Like, what if I did this? What if I did that? Maybe I could be this if I didn't have to these responsibilities. But I really think that that's. I get it, but I also think that looking back in the long run, you'll be like, "Oh no, no this, man, is, this is what's I'm very, important." I'm is very fulfilled these, by yeah, it. Yeah, these people I that are pounding on me to yeah. be a dad and to be, you know, and and comedy's great. And I, I'm not saying, I mean, that's it doesn't. I'm <laughs> not like, trying to be discouraging. No, no, no. By no. any means, because I, chase your dreams. There's I'm, people that do I'm it. I'm trying to find right now, just but. like where it's enough of like a a hobby that's respective of like my personal life, yeah. and I. I mean, like, and to someone who's... Who are you trying to, what are you trying to prove? That's really what you... What, what are you trying to prove by doing comedy? Honestly. I, I mean, probably too much. <laughs> like, No, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not... Again, honestly, I think you're funny. I've always yeah, I thought appreciate you're funny. that, man. It's not about that. I'm I, just always curious right, about what I motivates mean, main, us and how that serves us. And that's you know a good I mean? question for sure. Yeah. I mean, right now, I've put so much effort into, like, just trying to be supportive of the scene. And, like, honestly, this scene in Kalamazoo, like, I wish we could, like, it's it's going through a rough patch in yeah. certain ways. But there was a point in time in Kalamazoo where every night of the week there was an open mic. And, like, one of those nights of the week there was, like, a professional or borderline, like, professional yeah. show going on. And still, like, half of the week right now, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... Saturday there's like open mics all week yeah. long and there's like a there's a strong community and I mean I'm, I'm just trying to build here right now yeah, like yeah. I want to put Kalamazoo as a destination on the map where like Steve Gillespie knows yeah, that he can man. have a good I show love coming here. you know what I mean yeah. like and like anyone else like just that's yeah. my main thing right now is I want to I want to keep that's a cool putting goal. on good shows that's a good goal and at the same time like I, I, I told you earlier this week it's like I want to be good at doing that because it allows me to have an outlet for my comedy but yeah. i don't want to be a dickhead producer who's putting profit over over yeah. the over the art yeah, and yeah, i want to yeah. be respected more as a comedian than a producer but i mean at that point right yeah. now it doesn't really matter either way like yeah. people are gonna like my comedy people don't like my comedy it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah, so yeah. i i need i'm working on accepting that i'd say yeah it's just like i'm I feel like what I'm doing is good, and I just am trying to balance that right now with making sure to be a good dad and a good yeah. partner, and like yeah. uh, being good at my day job because yeah. that's uh, that's ultimately well, the, that's what I'm saying. The things like, that allow that to happen. I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and the reason I've been thinking about it is because I I listened to my friend Shane's podcast, and he had a woman on there. I believe it was a woman. I was talking about. Achievement versus um, meaningfulness. Yeah, yeah. And how we have all been, like, at least how I grew up, how I was taught was, like, achievement, 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 achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was never really about meaningfulness. And I feel like the more I get into stand-up, the more I realize, like, these achievements, like, achievements, you get these little badges along the yeah, way, yeah, whatever yeah. those are, you know? Oh, I got into this club or or whatever it is. Right. And you think that's going to fulfill you, but it never does. Right. And then what is actually going to fulfill us in life, you know? He's talking and about that us. doesn't mean that, like, <laughs> stand-up's not a part of that. Yeah. Um, it's just more of, like, changing the, the dynamic of it, I guess. Or, like, how are you looking at it? I don't know. 
Right. Well, I or wrong. I don't know. Fuck, what or I what's mean? what's <laughs> well, or if you if you as crazy as all of you guys. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if you sit there like because for someone like you, like stand up is how you make your money. Like it's your employment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my it's, my profession. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. That, congratulations. Like I really. Yeah, but again, that's, that's just awesome. like oh look it's, at he he's it's he, so much more stressful because it of is, that. It is. that's how you put food it on is. your plate. And it's and it also comes down to you like why am I doing this? What am I doing? Why? What am I trying to prove? Do you want to go work for Chick-fil-A, though? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, that, exactly. I think that's really what it boils down to is I don't want to work right. a real job. As long as you can do it comfortably enough and you, you're making more money than like anything else you could be doing, then you're doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was getting back to. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all We've made this whole game up, and then we sit here and be like, oh, if I make enough money, I'll be happy. As long as I just don't have to do this other thing yeah you know which i get but it's like we shouldn't even we should have 20 hour work weeks already <laughs> right like how do yes. we have or with like, our with the yeah. technology that yeah, we have yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous like and we have all these jobs where most of your job <laughs> is just wasting time that's all you do adam you, adam always talks about how most of the people at his work are listening no to i don't <laughs> i do a lot of work all the time <laughs> but not, it's no different than anyone else like any job, no, I'm, I'm kidding. corporate I jobs, they just yeah, like yeah. create jobs. Did, how many like, oh, I'm a manager, so I must have so many people underneath me to justify my job. And you so they know. hire all these people, yeah. and then they work at, they work like an hour total. <laughs> you wanna know and what, it's not their fault. They you, have nothing to do. Like, you want to know what really sucks is when the economy contracts and then they start trying to save money, and then they're just like, oh, oh people are gone, 80% yeah. of our business does not have to be here. <clears throat> yeah. Like liquidate. Exactly. He was talking about Shane Moss, by the way, friend of the oh. show. No, cool. yeah. <laughs> technically friend of the show, probably. I'm I'm Channer. No, he did meet Jado. Shane once. Yeah. But anyway, she Very was good. talking. Yeah, his uh, podcast. She was talking about meaningful meaningfulness versus achievement, and I, I don't know. It really resonated with me. I was like, what? It's a paradigm shift in how I thought yeah. about things. Like, what am I really chasing after? What are we all chasing after? What are we? What are we? What's important to us? Those as at least. Uh, Everything else aside, like as an individual, as like a fucking brainstem, just like those type of moments in your life, like the paradigm shifts when you come to like a new realization about something. Yeah. Those, those are amazing, to be honest. Right. Like just that. Where like, did it come from? Right. You know? <laughs> it's just like being self aware, like, and yeah. Just to think about how you change. Like, I mean, that's like growing up or like becoming an adult or just like learning things. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's such a. I can't. It's just I. I want to take a moment of silence to appreciate that. So <laughs> it's incredible to me. You said self-aware, and I. I'm. In, I'm shocked at how. So many people are. Really. Not self-aware. Yeah, but then I think about it. I'm like, I was really not self-aware for a long time. Also, probably until I maybe my early twenties. Right. And then I realized, like, what the fuck? You know, I think it's probably when I first started smoking weed. Probably <laughs> when I was, you know, you're, you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> I feel, yeah. What, are, what is this game I'm playing? <laughs> yeah. um, Just saying things so nothing matters and no one feels feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it goes. You know, just all this shit. I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin, so it was yeah. just like, just, I don't know, the mentality is... Where it gets ingrained and you're just like it's like repetitive you behavior. Just, you you're just like doing it, doing it, doing it, and you're like the whole thing about it is not thinking about it. You just that's do what I'm it saying. every day. Not like, being self aware. 
shit. I feel like my self-awareness <laughs> sparks from just being self-conscious about everything I do. I think it can go too far, right? Yeah. It gets neurotic, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like, I sit there and I... Adam, neuroses. Well, you can talk about What's it. What's up about <laughs> neurosis? Well, Adam, so Adam got excited there. He, he, got, like, well, he got excited, <laughs> but also he was being neurotic about it because he was just emoting. He's like, I don't, should I talk? I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure I could say something funny, I but I, I overthought it. it. Adam, I haven't planned it out for you, three days all ahead of time. You inside of us, you know that, right? We all have that voice of like, so Adam planned out everything. Don't say anything. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say anything. Just be quiet. Adam planned out Is it getting weird that it's being too quiet? Is it weird that I'm being too quiet? Should I say something? Oh, God. <laughs> Did I plan out everything I was going to say on the podcast? Where's my notebook? <laughs> <laughs> I need my note. <laughs> like, what if you got to beat that guy back? You that's be a like, funny Ugh. sketch right there. It's like uh, a guy who needs his notebook for everyday life. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that is funny. Actually. Like a girl yeah. says hi to me. All right. What do I have for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> shoes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. I don't know the other thing that we we're gonna talk about though, uh, where we cliffhang. Well, we were before you came back. Uh, well, we cliffhangered a while ago about uh, part of my eating better and stuff was like less eating out. Um, Jesus Christ! I don't know if I want to hear this right now. It's gonna. We make can me we sick. can talk about it next time. But like, it's our, gonna make me like sick. with Amanda being pregnant, like we didn't cook at home at yeah, all. Sure. And, like, literally, we probably spent, like, a year's grocery budget on fast food in, like, nine it's months. It's probably half my salary. I doubt it's that much. Yeah, I bet it food, is. You make $12 so an hour. Cheap. That's the thing. They make it so cheap that it, I don't know about well, the money. It's relatively, I worry about the money. It's I would relatively about. cheap, but if you're spending, like, 20 30 Oh, so bucks you guys are going pop, nuts at like, like, You guys are showing up and ordering I'm, the menu. <laughs> 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 I ju- sometimes we joke that Finley is, like, made out of cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and chicken sandwiches. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys gotta feed. Come on, man. No, she, on. we don't. We don't feed her cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, but since we you, were eating, you, you're basically saying that you come cheeseburgers. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I'm fat enough. <laughs> um, no, what we were talking I about. I would love to come a cheeseburger. That would be amazing. <laughs> Could you imagine? You just have sex. You come, and then you're just you get gonna the second. <laughs> best thing next to an orgasm, <laughs> which is a, an amazing. <laughs> Come fill cheeseburger. <laughs> they call my testicles a happy meal. <laughs> Quarter pounder with like cheese. That. Quarter that. pounder. That's no. awfully well, ambitious. It's the next mutation. And we should go enjoy the rest of the show in a minute. But uh, yeah, for sure. We can probably podcast more on Saturday if you want. This was great. I'm really. Are glad you coming? I'm really glad you, c- you hung out here for right. this. This is amazing. Yeah, man. Thank you for having. Yeah, me. Yeah, thank you for recording some weird shit with us. And uh, this is. I'm 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 just glad that I proved that I could take my studio with me, honestly. <laughs> but it's literally just an interface. And We're all this mobile other shit. now, you guys. We've used it twice. By you, the we way, used it twice. I was like uh, arguing with my agent all morning about. Oh like, really? I'm like, <laughs> I sent it to you. He's like, No, you didn't. And I'm like, <laughs> I sent it to you. I sent I, I sent it, was, it two ways. I did sent you it forward on the Google it? Drive, and then I gave you a link. And he's like, I don't have it. And I'm like, What do you mean <laughs> you don't have it? Can, is it not going through your email? Yeah, literally like, 24 hours ago, we were doing voiceover like, work for him. All his answers, no. Did you figure it no. out? No. Yeah, because it was I was using his old email. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, funny story. Yeah, yeah. My fault. So I, I was just like, all pi- I was being such a little bitch. Just like, hey, total I mean, prima donna, like, bitching about everything. Like, fucking, looking, and like, 
And then it's hey, uh, all my fault, and I get to get big. Hey, uh, Steve, you uh, want you want to see if he needs any, any new clients? Twenty five percent of nothing is uh, nothing. So what did you say now? I was like, you want to see if he needs new clients? Twenty five percent of nothing is nothing. So twenty five percent of nothing because I make nothing. No, but uh, the last thing we were talking about right before you came back, like uh, we were taking bets on whether or not you'd make it back because <laughs> you're having so much fun out there. Uh, but we were t- you're, you're taking bets that I would come. Oh, come back. We in. thought you might have gotten lost as all well, because no. there's there's a lot of people out there now. I mean, I was having fun. Dancing, nice. Well, we're going to uh, we're going to get back to that. You. But we were talking about uh, we did a poll on whether or not like as a person in the Midwest, like let's say you're running shows like I do. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Louis C.K. shows up and he's like, hey, we're going to do a show at your venue this week. Do you book him? It's going to make you a ton of money. But well, everyone, guarantee- everyone's I, caveat, I would Zelda. I would book him be not because of the money, but because I believe in his art, him and him as an artist. Yeah, and I also think that some of the stuff that went down maybe didn't go down in the way that it was portrayed, and right. I, like I don't know. I think that he cost him thirty four million dollars, yeah. and that's a lot of money, and. He, even if he did jerk off in front of two girls that said yes, even though they thought he was joking, but he didn't, maybe didn't, who knows what was going yeah. on. And the other thing that really gets me is that they portrayed him as this, like... Monster. No, well, he might be, but they portrayed him as, I don't know, I just, they portrayed him as, at that time, this powerful comedian yeah. holding his power. And it, he was at like where he just, I'm at. He's like I'm just a man. And the reality with a dick. of it, it happened <laughs> ten years before he was huge. Yeah, he's basically the same place I was in. Right, and like at festivals and other comedians. And there's, I mean, every festival I've ever been to, there's been a lot of drug use going yeah. on. Yeah, and like who knows? So I don't know. That's where right. I'm like, in the article in the New York Times where. They, which is bizarre. They quoted a woman in the New York Times saying that she thought that she heard him masturbating. They put that in the New York <laughs> Times that she thought. Yeah. So it's just like. So it's very sensationalized I mean, uh, for yes, sure. Yes. Yes. And I'm not saying that I think he's a good guy. And right. I'm not saying that it wasn't handled wrong or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But if that's if everything you're telling me is true. I still don't think it's enough for him to be for people to be like he shouldn't work anywhere. Right, and if the, he fucks up again, if he f- yeah. does something, yeah, of course. I then, think, and like, I think you brought up some very good points about that. It's like it's not like it was just like two years ago that this shit was happening. Like it was no, old. he was the, to say that I, it was an in, it is a perfect storm. Yeah, because right at the same time, it, the Mewtwo thing was probably at its peak, and it's it's like digging up old tweets and shit too. Like, okay, well, I'm not again. Not I even don't, that. You know, but yeah, sorry. I'm not gonna. No, don't be sorry. Yeah. I just mean like I'm not like trying to negate negate anything that women have ever said have happened to them or whatever. Right. Like I, I get it. I'm all for it. But I just also, where does the line? Like okay, so we punish somebody. How much are they supposed to be punished for right. what he did? Yeah, yeah. Thirty four million dollars lost seems like, like a lot. His net worth <laughs> off that. Yeah. Because yeah. what, he, only what did he lose out on? Like work an, another Netflix clubs. or something? Or? You What's just that? become my favorite what, what person. What did he lose thirty four million Steve. on? His Netflix, his movie, week. yeah, uh, all his tour dates. I mean, the dude was yeah. like, 
he was on top of the stand-up world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he he definitely like was setting the pace for everyone else for like fucking three, yeah, four years there. I mean, he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah, yeah. So he and he, it's not like he's we, never gonna work again though either. So it's like, how did you did you watch the Mike Tyson fights? Um, I probably yes. would have still. Yeah. Okay. He, right. he convicted of rape, <laughs> went to yeah. prison for rape, and everyone still not only Mike Tyson. fought for the national the the title boxing title again after he was in prison. He had fucking shows on the Cartoon Network. He was a star. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's, he's got he one of the biggest HBO shows on Cartoon Network show? right now. So yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Where's the yes. pun? And, and Louis didn't rape anybody. So Accurate. I'm not. Accurate. I'm not saying what he did was yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely not, 100. percent But okay, so do we? He never works again. Like I don't know what. It, where, you, where does it stop? He's he's too big to like prevent that, and I I agree with you. Like yeah. I don't. I feel like the culture as a whole probably wants a certain level of atonement, and I feel like the only problem I have with it overall, aside from it, like I don't have a lens on like how much of a in. Like, how much of a coercion or anything like that there was yeah. at that point, like you're saying. Like, it wasn't like when he's like, I'm going to make your fucking career by, like, exactly. letting you tour with me. Because, yeah. like, honestly, a year on the road with Louis and something like that, you'd be a fucking star. Right now? Yeah. Right now? If you're crushing. Yeah, but not but then. Nobody nobody knew who he was. Exactly. Then. And I'm not... So, and that doesn't negate... But, but it's just... They tried to paint it in that way of, like, oh, it's a powerful yeah. white man who's not even white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he's one hundred percent using his power. <laughs> it's not like to, a redheaded no, stepchild, like a redheaded seventy-five percent Mexican. He was a partying comedian at a partying festival. Yeah. Yep. They they came back to his hotel room. They were having drinks, and like I don't after that, like it doesn't negate anything, but it, they make it. It's not the story that they're right. telling. I think the only problem, like not I even was, the victims, yeah. the people are spinning. It. Right, right, right. Uh, and like even then, like, <laughs> what are, you, what? are you on my side? I don't. You know. are my favorite person right now. <laughs> All of a sudden, because I, I was Adam, trying to justify this, but not in as as concise of a way as you yeah, just did. I mean, he it, might the, the, be a, a monster. All of those points. Yes. Well, he might be the worst person artist, that's ever existed. And if we we're gonna get rid yes. of every monster, Bob Dylan broke his wife's jaw. Nobody ever talks about that. Like. <laughs> I'm not the only angels in art are on the canvas. That's where the <laughs> angels are. They're on the canvas. They're not the artists. Yeah. We're, we're expecting artists to be fucking Hey, have the weirdest point of views and fucked up views on life that makes us make us laugh and then when you're not a perfect human being on like we're going to find gonna, you. We're going to well, fucking we're gonna kill you, you for and it. And overall though, I feel we're like crucify we're, you we're better it. off or at least considering like the angles to it and like how to think about it and how to move forward from these type of things as well. Like, I agree 100%. When it comes down to it, none of us are going to be able to prevent him from working. And whether I say yes or no to that show doesn't mean he can't go literally two houses down and like, book something. He's going to book... If he comes to Kalamazoo, he would fucking <coughs> book State Theater in a probably heartbeat. And if State Theater won't book him, he'll go to fucking Wing Stadium. He'll go fucking wherever he needs to go. He yeah, would get booked yeah. if he wants to come to and Kalamazoo. He's, he's, it's... Whatever he's people want to come see him, so let's hear what he has to say. Right. I don't know. I don't. And I mean, whatever. The I, only, the I would only say the same thing if it was like a fucking crazy. I don't know. I don't know right. where the line goes because you go. What if there you is like no a crazy line? Nazi and <laughs> yeah. you can't be a line. <laughs> well, mean, Adam. Adam, what's your stance on like being able to say what you have to say? There can't be a line. There, there is no line that is worth crossing. 
that exists. I mean, everybody should be able to cross any line they want because that's how you can identify who you mean is on, what. What are you saying? On stage, cross any line? In Everything. general. It just in general. Like, so you can be judged <clears throat> appropriately for it. So you know where the Nazis are. You know where... I don't know. I think I... Okay. You mean in in expression or in action? Absolutely. uh, Expression, I I suppose. Because, I mean, you know... You should be able to say whatever you want. Like, once they start rounding up the Jews, you got to do something Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what weird does. I mean, this stuff does get gray. That's the thing. There are no black and whites. So, yes, absolutely. In expression, not in action. You should be able to express any thought you ever have in your head thought. because that's a good thought. way to be able to be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. That guy is somebody that we well, probably should be listening to. That's a big thing, too, the, the line between to. thought and belief, right? Right. There's a big difference between thought and belief, and I think that's where comedy lies is like, this isn't in the shit middle. that I actually believe. This right. is thoughts it's that the I'm exaggeration. Having. These are thoughts. Yes. This is the funny yes. thoughts that we have, and it's... So many times that line gets blurred of like, oh no, this is what this person believes or he what they doesn't can't. really I mean do it. Feel, I do feel like there was a while, like in the last five years, like where, like there was a lot of uh, taking things too literally to a certain extent, to mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, he's saying this shit, he believes that, yeah, let's yeah. fucking crucify him. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I mean, it's just such a, it's such a weird. Like we're just dealing with life going into like the second decade of a new millennium, <laughs> like fucking. Like we are a interconnected. Young, technological age, we are very young. It's <laughs> yes. fucking crazy, dude. It's like yeah. literally, this is it's changing the world and like just it's changing our brains. Yeah, and I don't know, man. It's like I wish like we had more time to talk about it, but I mean, I feel like we will always have uh, something to talk about when we come together, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's why. That's why yeah. you want to do my podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Got a podcast. Did you know about our podcast? We have a podcast. Podcast. We have been doing one. I mean, I, I didn't. This is our sixth podcast. I, mean, I, I think I, three I, years mean, I in. hope I know about it now. <laughs> I'm on it. But I didn't know before I was on well, it. You know well, <laughs> you, did you know? Next time you ask me, I'll be like, I know about it. that podcast. I've been on it. Fuck that podcast. I've been on it. Um, but yeah, I think. I think I think we need to go enjoy the rest of this show. Uh, yeah, let's Steve, go have some, let's, let's go dance. dance thank you for the show. fantastic conversation, brother. I thank you guys. Enjoy that was fun to be as on. always. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Talk to us on the internet. Ywfspod at gmail dot com. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening so much. We love you. Bye.